What's up and welcome to this week's episode of How Not To Summon A Podcast. I'm Shini Senpai and this week I'm joined by the guy who would literally combust first, Jim. I am the hottest in this room. And that man who's always going to be late to the scene, Grayson. Yeah, it's just mandatory. I think you got those backwards, right? <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> Jim's always Flip late. It. Flip it. <laughs> Lee J, edit and that. this week we're doing episode. <laughs> <laughs> nice. This week we're doing episode one to six of the anime Fire Force, which was a request. <laughs> genre. Want to take a stab? What the genre of Fire Force may be? Um, Fire Island ripoff. Fire Island ripoff. What the hell? Oh, we're not Fire seeing this Island. in Avatar. Oh, fuck Last off! Airbender. Oh, we're not watching piss Fire off. I didn't. I've never seen Fire Island. <coughs> I've never seen Avatar. No, nope. oh. I don't listen to hip hop. I've never seen Avatar. So um, wait, isn't that the guy that's uh, the blue guy? The blue guy. No, he's, got that, he's got that thing on his head. Oh, he? that one. Bang. So sorry. No, there's Ava- there's Avatar, and then there's Avatar. Not the blue people. <laughs> the <laughs> I was last thing of Pandora. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. So it's an adventure dark fantasy. It's directed by Yuki Yashi. Nothing much else beside his name that is sort of on level with this. The studio was David Production. Good just old one David. Guy. Just one, Good well, old just one guy. What a weird name for a studio, by the way. I'm just I'm gonna call it me. Or we're taking a piss and he's named after his dead mate or something. Oh sorry. <laughs> David's mate. <laughs> Why do you do this? He's done other things his like mate, David. Jo- Jojo's bizarre adventure and stuff like that. <clears throat> Voice actors, now there's quite a lot, so we're gonna go through them. Um, I've done the main guys, so... I'm, I'm going to speed this up. I'm not even going to lie. I'm going to, like, <laughs> speed it up. Shinra is voiced by Derek Snow. He is known for being Riga in The Reincarnated as a Slime, which was the main goblin guy. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a hot Arthur, time. voiced by Eric Vale. He is Sanji in One Piece, so, like, a major character in One Piece. Obi, <laughs> Captain Obi. Jeremy Inman. Not really done anything else. Hinoa is the guy with the glasses. He is voiced by Christopher <laughs> Wenkamp, who was I Eraser. Was Christopher Walken, then. Needs more cowbell. He was Eraserhead in My Hero Academia. Okay. Eraserhead, if you didn't know, had the ability in My Hero Academia that when he looked at you, your powers wouldn't work. Is that the one that I've seen on TikTok where <laughs> she's like, being in this world must be really confusing because is oh, it a boy or is it a girl yeah. fucking yeah. jokes on you? It's a fucking Windex bottle. Yeah, no, no, that is that universe. <laughs> that is that, yeah. yeah. Mackie is voiced by Sarah Roach. She hasn't done much else. Iris is voiced by Alexis Tipton, who we have mentioned a few times now. Recognise uh, the name. Mirica, oh, or Miko from Mirica-chan. Tamaki. You should have recognised her as well. Uh, it's the fire cat girl. Right. Meow, meow. Uh, Jad Saxton. Meow. Meg- Megami from Food Wars. Yeah. Uh, Shinji Inoue in My Dress Up Darling. Um, yeah, so Jad- we've had Jad Saxton yeah. mentioned a few times as yeah. well. Anyone want to take a stab at some ratings for Fire Force? I've got IMDb and I've got an audience score on Rotten right. Tomatoes. IMD- IMDb. 8.7. 8.7 IMDb. 7.8. It's a 7.6. Ooh, that's so close. Star on the board RT out of 100%. Audience score? Rotten Tomatoes. Audience? Yep. 94. Ooh, I'm going to go with 82. It's an 80. Oh. We were too out either way on that. It's a popular anime. Um, because it's unique, I guess. I think so. I certainly haven't seen anything like it, and I've seen a lot. It is unique, but also some of the... Hmm... I it's not voice acting. It's the the actual script of what they're I want, told I want to, to say. I want to come out the gate here yeah. and just say our main fucking devil guy fucking hated his voice acting. He's bland. Right? It's so all over the place. Yeah. Shinra. Yeah. Yeah. It's so up and down. He at one moment he sounds like a villain. The next minute he sounds like a hero. And then it, it just goes to he sounds like. Colonel Mustard. No, he's got a um, just... he's got a hero complex, hasn't he? Yeah, but the voice acting is fucking shocking for him, which is bad because everything around him just is fine, absolutely fine. Yeah, I guess because he just doesn't say much for a main protagonist. I don't think like the characters around him are better. I prefer like Mackie. Really liked her. You know, bitch I, woman. I like the captain. 
Yeah, I like the captain. Obi, yeah. Yeah, captain um, of Unit and 8. I really, I really cool. like Tamaki as well, the cat girl. I like um, the night guy as well. Yeah, so literally, name, like the rest Luke of the... Luke Skywalker. Arthur. Yes, Arthur. Arthur, yeah. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> He's got a plasma blade. He does. He does indeed. So, um, yeah, it's weird, isn't it, that you actually prefer to watch the characters, the actual company itself. Character. Again, we've got a same problem we have. I swear to God. Take what? your fucking arm off no. of that fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Because you said last... No, no, no. You said last time... Oh, you can't hear it. You can fucking hear it. Should we get it. into the show oh, first? No, no. Should we get no, no, into no, the no. show Hold first? Again, yeah. I digress after Jim's interruption. Yeah. The main character has got the same problem as every other main character we watch. It's Kirito. But it's just angry Kirito all the time. I don't think he's angry. Yes. Oh my god. When he pops off on his speeches. Sometimes he's confusing. And it's just his goes off complex, on one. Isn't yeah. it? it's, that's it's what just, it is. It's Kirito. Yeah. You yeah. know, when it, when Kirito pushes himself, it's that Kirito it's a, all the time. It's another example of a character that yeah, you could link with the same sort of premise. And I'm not sure if that's Kirito's problem or and just Kirito is such a coverall blanket character. Didn't we address this by saying that they made him Somebody you could imprint on yeah. and go, that yeah. could be me. This guy I can't. No, no. This guy I can't imprint He's a bit much on. for me. Yeah. Uh, but not only that, what I was saying about, I think part of it is the script writing of this. Because sometimes the the actual conversations were very janky um, with the main character along with other people. It just seems so disconnected sometimes. They don't the, give it, him a good on. enough story. Did they make this during COVID? I, I don't know. Would it matter? Yes, because they do the voice acting separate and in homes on their own. Know. Instead, they do most of, of the time now. Mm, that's yeah, been, a, that's sometimes been common you have, practice for a very long time. Yeah, but sometimes you have the interactions together. It just seemed like this was a very distant interactions between all the characters. Sometimes they were good. Sometimes they were janky. It just yeah. felt like... The main character was disconnected sometimes from what the other characters were saying. I can't remember. When when was this set? Time-wise, it's in the future, isn't it? Well, yeah. So ba- basically, we'll, we'll explain the world quickly before we go into episode one. So spontaneous human combustion has become a regular thing. And the whole world has basically been decimated by spontaneous combustion. Um, but there's certain areas in the world, uh, and this one's set in Japan, where... They're safer because they're within this area. And now there's special units called the Fire Force who fight spontaneous human combustion. So when somebody blows up and turns into a fire demon, they come along and they lay it to rest. I like the premise. I really do. Yeah, it was good. And and they're not just trying to obviously put these people to rest, but they're trying to find out why spontaneous human combustion has become a thing. Why this has started. And Um, I like the idea. Latome. Absolutely love it. Latom. Latom. I like the prayers and stuff as well. Unique. They make they were like, we're gonna make a whole prayer thing and I like that. It's kinda cool. Anyway, episode one. In a train station. We see this train coming in and suddenly one of the passengers he just combusts in the cart. I assume killing everyone in that cart, by the way. I think so. There was fire. As it rolls up to the, the uh, yeah, as it rolls up to the train station, the train disconnects that carriage and continues on. Uh, obviously, like it's pre-practice, like they know that this is a thing that can happen. So we'll just leave that. <laughs> you got to do your fire drills. How fucking unlucky have you got to be that you're in that carriage at that time and some guy? Not very, like, by the sounds of this. Like this world is literally like you could be texting one moment and all yeah. of a sudden, boom. Yeah. You're a fireball of the yeah, next. Fuck this world, man. You could just, you could just be a No, janitor. the only people who can't apparently spontaneous skin bust are the ones that have p- fire powers. Fire power. Is that because they can control the flame? Yeah, I would I imagine assume so. <laughs> but it was weird. It was... It, it's... Living in this world, right? This is definitely going to be a scenario one time. Like, how would you live in this world? Oh, fucking... Oh, my God. Every moment of the day, you'd want a fire extinguisher with you, right? <laughs> like... Any time of the day. I'd work in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> no, still set on fire. <laughs> Can you just imagine it being common practice doing your fire drills and then you see someone on fire and you're like, all right, we've practiced this. Zip. Everyone piss. Everyone piss. <laughs> this is pretty <laughs> <I practice. have laughs> Until the fire force get in. <laughs> We're the fire force now. <laughs> they just turn up and like, what are you doing? 
What are you doing? That's, what are you doing? <laughs> Why That's is he not enjoying it? <laughs> is it better because you're looking? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pee. Oh, wait, there we go. Oh, they're not looking anymore. So we see the Special Fire Force Company 8 turn up, and it's a specialised fire brigade consisting of people with pyrokinetic abilities. And we also learn that there's different generations. So Gen 2 can control fire but Gen 3 can create and control fire. Is the captain Gen 1? He is. He has no abilities. That's what I mean. Is he Gen 1? Is he just basically... He's a Gen 1 fire force fighter, which means Gen 1 ones were... The, he used to be a fireman yeah. who decided to transfer over to the fire force, but he has no abilities, so he relies heavily on, as you saw, all the gear that he puts on. He said... I think he says he went 100 and something kg of gear yeah, that he puts kg. on his back. Yeah, yeah fucking good luck. By the way, why does none of their jackets fit them? Every single jacket. Because if they fit them, you couldn't get those cool wallowing in the wind shots. Oh, or, yeah. the or you couldn't um, hang it on the shoulders, could you, as well? Like. Or the boobies. Yeah, I couldn't or, get the oh, Naruto the runs. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's for protection. Mind you, Catgirl doesn't seem to care, but we'll mm. come to her. The brigade's purpose is to lay to rest Infernals, or the fiery beasts that materialise from the once humans, and it's almost like it's now become like a religious ceremony. Very odd that they've connected religion to spontaneous combustion. Is it? I think well, so. There's got to be some undertones. Some like of... cremations. Or has this, has this been a thing where people have gone, this must be connected to like religion? Because acts of God. Well, they, they keep God, throwing yeah. the word demon around yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. And they turn into these horrendous spirits. Yeah. Because they... Pr- in this example, as well as all the others, they start praying for the soul of the person who they're now trying to put to rest. Uh, they do. They chucked what looked like like a extinguisher grenade at it first, didn't yeah, they? They and then, and then he, and then he, yeah, and then he stabs for it, and and they kill it. We see also at the train station was Shinra, our main protagonist. He happens to be there at the time, and he introduces himself because he goes and saves Iris because she's nearly hit by a falling bit of debris. He's got sick fire skills, by the way. He has. Like, these breakdancing fire feet are quite cool. I will say that. Or would you prefer Arthur's? I prefer Arthur's. No. I like the the fire feet. um, But Grandpa did it better. Grandpa did it better. Just, I'm just all I'm saying. They Grandpa call him. Uh, they call him Devil's Zuko footprint. Zuko did it better. <laughs> they call him Devil's footprint because he can ignite his feet at will. He can also fly. Let's not. Let's not ignore that. Oh, he yeah. is the Human Torch. Yeah. Every single time. Oh, I'm Iron Man. Bam. <laughs> it's always like Shimra. You <laughs> go first because you can fly. How would you ever control that? Like, how He's obviously the hell you learned how that? to control it. Must have because like. <laughs> All I would imagine is you'd literally just go and just land straight back down in the floor. <laughs> just your face scraping yeah, along the floor. <laughs> so he, te- he tells Company 8 that he's the new hire for them. And we see him basically join them next scene. And he's quickly dispatched on his first mission to save the wife of a factory owner that has become an infernal. In the midst of that, he recalls an incident and you get his backstory. So in his youth... It looks like it looked like his mother had become one of these infernals. Yeah. Um, and the house caught fire. Little baby brother was in there. They both perished. And he was saved by what looked like Company One's captain. Mm-hmm. But in his flashbacks, you see like a fiery demon and then his mother. Yeah. And then it's like, well, was it his mother or was there somebody else in the house? And then so there's your little twist. There's your little, oh, this character's got a got... mystery to solve, gang. Yes. My, my guess, my guess from this clues. moment already, <laughs> especially after the five episodes. Oh, no, actually, I might leave that until the end of this one. But he's being blamed for it. <clears throat> you see, he gets blamed for that fire. Um, and then you see his mother's mum I guess is his yeah so he's his yeah. man who turns around and goes I'm not looking after him because he's the reason for the fire and also he has this odd little thing where when he gets nervous he smiles and looks like Didn't, a demon uh, wasn't that the uh, same condition River Phoenix Joker had I don't know is it yeah oh have you not seen River Phoenix's Joker no. movie oh he's got a mental condition that whenever he gets uncomfortable or awkward he just oh, grins yeah you must remember that 
the he's the not, Joker. He's not seen it. He definitely has because we watched it together. The Joker, where he gets nervous, he starts laughing. Oh yeah, yeah that one. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. He starts laughing. The that's Phoenix, right. Jacqueline Phoenix. Yeah, Jacqueline, his brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. River's a bit dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? He ain't flying so, no more. Because of all that's happened to him, he has this now desire. <laughs> the irony of Phoenix. The desire <laughs> to uh, become a hero and save people. He's now consumed <sighs> with this whole. I've got this tragic backstory, so I'm now going to save people. Shinra successfully destroys the Infernal as him and the other company members honour her memory with their little prayer. He seems to really struggle with this, by the way. Like, the memories of what's happened. Yeah. Because it does take quite a while for him to, like, kick into action. And then outside, he is greeted by the husband of the woman who tearfully thanks him for ending his wife's suffering. And we go into episode two. Shinra is told about the up-and-coming rookie firefighter soldier games and how he and the new, the other new recruit, Arthur Boyle, Arthur Boyle, will represent the Fire. special fire no, force. No, 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 let's not fucking skim past that. Boyle's a cop. What are you talking about? What, from fucking Brooklyn Nine-Nine? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, switched, he switched teams. That's uh, not on. She, <laughs> she, yeah, she, I just realised what you were on about there with the firefighters. <laughs> Shinra explains that he knows Arthur from the Academy and is heavenly annoyed at his tendency of considering himself to be a king. He didn't originally. He thought himself as a knight until he met Shinra, who poked fun at him, and then he was like, fine, I'm a king. Well, he calls himself the Knight King. Oh, joke's on him. Most kings are knights. Not all knights are kings, though. So King Knight would have been... It's just, it's implied. Right, okay. Oh, like oh, okay. King Arthur is not called a knight, but he is a knight. No, okay. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. If I was in this company and I met Arthur, he'd annoy the shit out of me as well. Oh, yeah, he's, get, he's getting a fucking a velvet glove across the face. That's he'd, what's happening. He, uh, he would... <laughs> gonna Just challenge slap him with a gauntlet. I'm like, shut the fuck up, you, you cock. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? It would be a fireproof glove. I don't necessarily <laughs> know it. Look, I don't necessarily know if it's coming up within 12 episodes, and it might but I'm going to bring it up now anyway because it's fucking hilarious. But later on, and I don't know if it comes up in 12 episodes, so I'll say it now anyway. He, There is a situation he is in where he needs to power up Arthur, and he is given... Now, do you remember those toys that had a horse's head and a stick? Yeah. A He's given horse. one of them, yeah. and his delusions take over, and he believes that it, he is genuinely on a noble steed, and he rides it into battle. I've seen it. And it powers him up. It's in these 12. It's in these 12. Yeah. Okay, there I've we go. So, uh, I've already watched that. Uh, you will see it, and it's hilarious. because The, the obviously more you to speak, the, to the, the more I relate to this to, character. To the Just evil the guy. The shit that I get yeah. up to. <laughs> <laughs> to, to the bad guy, it's it's this kid with a plasma sword on a, on a toy horse, but to him, he's riding a noble steed. Hi-ho, Silver! Anyway, Lieutenant Hinois orders Mackie to test their abilities before the games. So th they're giving it the beginning on the roof. So Hinois turns around and is like, okay, I tell you what, fight Mackie, and we'll see how good you really are. And Mackie literally kicks the shit out of them. Jokes on them. I devour Mackie all the time. Oh, she, yeah. <laughs> she easily big defeats Mackie. them. Oh, the big tasty's back, mate. Ooh. Uh, that's a sponsor right there. <laughs> because it's, it's a bit of a mismatch, really, because Mackie can control fire once it's created, and a Gen 3 can create fire, so she can just fuck around with no. the Gen Z's fire. So what would you rather be, a Gen 2 or a Gen 3? Gen, Gen 3. Have you seen that Gen trombone two, that guy has? Gen three, point? Gen two can't create flame. Yeah, you'd have to constantly carry around a source with you, which isn't yes. a huge problem. Or you use a Gen three source. Or yeah, or but as a rather, the Gen yeah. three is exactly the same as the Gen two, but can self pyro. Hear me yeah. out. <clears throat> Strap a Gen three to your back and suck out his powers. And just, like, mate, <laughs> you can suck whatever you want <laughs> from a <laughs> <laughs> It's plasma. New <laughs> uh, news back again. We're coming, I was going to say, that's sucking yeah. staff is back. It's for stick. It's for staff again. Suddenly, the company receives an emergency call of an infernal that has appeared in the Iraya district. When they arrive, Arthur and Shinra both draw their weapons in front of the public, which they're told not to do. So Obi, Captain Obi, turns around to him and is like, he knows that the daughter's there. And he's like, can you hide the 
don't draw your weapons because we don't want it to look bad in front of the daughter. It seems aggressive. Just... And... Well, he yeah. turns around and says, we do kill them. <clears throat> like, we are actually killers. No matter what you think, these guys are still alive. So yeah. we kill them. But he also says you need to have some sympathy for the family. Yeah. And it could cause them distress if they see you standing there with a plasma sword and a fire axe. I'll be there with a mace. Just be like, <laughs> come up. What have you got a mace for? Well, they've got to whack oh, some you know in. No, no, no. Ultimate fucking... Ultimate Fire Force. Unit, no, no, no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't like do it. That could be a scenario right there. No, I've got perfect. I've got perfect. I do. Yeah, I, I do perfect. like. I do quite like this scene because as they enter the house, they discover the Infernal, but he's completely different to all the rest. Uh, the Infernal is just sitting calmly at the table. Yeah, I like this one. I actually and like he this is, episode. Piece. He is forcefully enduring the pain because he didn't want to harm anyone in the house. He didn't want to harm anyone at he all. He maintains enough control over that transformation to, to not hurt his daughter, which was really good. Captain Obi discovers a family picture in the room, and they all understand that the Infernal is keeping calm to prevent harming his daughter. As such, Shinra and the company pray for the Infernal as Arthur puts his plasma blade to the back of the chair and ends his misery. Obi sensing Shinra's guilt explains that these situations are the daily life of a Fire Force member. Outside, the captain consoles Mikako. Such a weird name, by the way. The Mikako. glasses guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Mikako is the daughter. Yeah. But why'd they give her a name? That was Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Let's give her some personality for no reason. She's in it for like five seconds. Nameless cool. character number four. <laughs> but with that that sort of then demonstrates that they do still have their humanity. Yeah. So... Or that, that yeah, they somewhat what, can. That somewhat proves exactly what the captain was on about before they went in. Well, you are killing a person. Some yes. of them retain pieces. Yeah. Yeah. They say that later on, like episode five or six, don't they? Yeah. I mean, we see that a guy literally almost retains most of his... Just, just before they left the house as well, let's not forget that what looked like ashes fell from the ceiling as they were inside after they just killed the Infernal, and it, it sort of exploded, and they managed to just get out of the house in time, and they don't know why that happened. And then a smiley face appears. Yes, in, like, smoke. Episode 3. At the Rookie Fire Soldier Games, Sheenra recognises Leonard Burns. Which Leonard. is the... the Leonard. Don't you love that don't you love Leonard. that they've put all of the last names Leonard. to be fire-related? All of the last names are something to do with fire. Some are a bit on the, the nose. First Oil, Burns. <laughs> the first company's captain. As the firefighter that held his hand when his house went up in flames 12 years ago. However, Burns denies recalling the fire and tells Shinra to join the other rookies, causing him to immediately become suspicious. And he's like, that captain's hiding something. He doesn't want to answer my questions. Actually, the, the, the alarm went off saying the games were starting. And the captain was like, the games are now starting. We haven't got time to talk. Sorry. Yeah, but he's also like, uh, I deal with like a fire every day. So like, yeah, he's you like want me 12 or... years ago. And I deal with fire nearly every day. Like, come on, kid. That guy's sus. He can't remember the something. The, the game evolve, uh, involves entering a booby trap building and reaching a crewman posing as an infernal. This is also when we meet Tamaki, uh, which is our fire cat. I love Ta Tamaki's a brilliant character, by the way, and <laughs> she's such a good character. <laughs> Tamaki, throughout the entire show, has a habit of falling into sexualized situations. Really? Who would have guessed that? Really? Yes. Mm. Hadn't noticed. Best character. Considering <laughs> the first noticed. time we see her, she runs over and he ends up grabbing her boob. Under, under her the bra. bra. Under the bra. Like under how? Bra. And her butt. And her butt. Oh, yeah, that bit as well. Because her outfit is a bra with the fire jacket over the top and then trousers that have Holes the sides cut out. They look like genie's trousers. <laughs> yeah. Really? They're like tight around the top and then they're just really baggy. Just holes and then connected at the ankle. Ain't never gonna anyway. be a perv like me. Ta <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Shinra uses his ability to fly to get the best of everybody and instantly fly to definitive. It's fucking cheated, right? 
Yep. He's literally like, I ain't going to bother with the booby trap build. I'm just going to fly to the top and get the bad guy and be done. Technically, he's not done anything wrong. He's, thinking he's avoided the, the traps. <laughs> when he gets there, he encounters a mysterious man who has incapacitated the crewman. Uh, We've got basically like Mr. Cool Mafia guy. Gambit. Yeah, he looks somewhat like Gambit, right? You leave Gambit alone. <laughs> Don't you come. The only good X-Men there has ever been. While Shinra initially... Generic X-Men number. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? While Shinra initially believes it is part of the challenge, the Not man sure proposes it. to reveal the information about the fire 12 years ago. He ends up fighting Shinra and releasing <clears throat> in his hand little vials of ash which causes a series of mini-explosions. I'm going to on that. Yes. Ash, whilst can ignite, can be reignited, Now, the, di- the difference is, I'm going to tell you now, it's the difference is they're not, they're not, it's not normal ash. It's, it's, from it's the human infernal. remains yeah. of infernals. Which is nothing but carbon, which can't ignite. It's magic the Human ash. remains, when you, when you burn them, the only thing that remains is carbon. Yeah, but these are uh, uh, ex-infernals, so they might be. Uh, that's going to be different anyway. Sheeny, stop trying to justify it like it. It's magic ash. It's Let's magic. With it's it. magic ash. That's exactly what he Aliens. calls himself <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> magic ash in the strip club. Yeah. When he comes on stage. <laughs> he then genie outfit. He then uh, in a genie <laughs> outfit. <laughs> he then reveals that Sheenra's younger brother is still alive. Twist. Dirtin. And ask okay. Shinra to join him. <laughs> suddenly... It's the fact that he just went twist and you went... Well, <laughs> suddenly, Arthur and Tamaki arrive and the man introduces himself to everybody as Joker and he makes one final offer to Shinra to join him and learn the truth about Fire Force. And Shinra obviously being the hero he is, he rejects the offer and the guy leaves behind he, he goes to leave and then he drops a ton of ash and he's like survive this bitches and then leaves and he's like yeah okay i'll go for the roof again so, yeah so then sheen Why, just flies through they the missed a perfect opportunity for him to just salt bay the shit out of it with that ash and just like <laughs> <laughs> later sheen and then asks, turn up with the world cup like uh, two minutes later <laughs> Then get hated the by world. the entire country. <laughs> Every country. <laughs> they end up escaping and saving the two that were unconscious. Later on, Shinra asks his captain about the Fire Force. And if Captain Obi, he responds that the Force could not operate without Hajima Industries, which That's is the company. True. Force can't operate without Midichlorians. <laughs> <sighs> Hajima creates <laughs> is a large company that supplies all the equipment that the fire forces use. And he also explains that every fire force operates differently. The company five, who we're going to meet, operates directly with Hajima Industries. Um, he mentions company... One of the military. Co- one of them is very religious. Uh, yeah. Company two is the military one. Yeah. Um, so each company in each different part of this area of Japan have their own sort of company that they answer to. That's because they're not one joined up force at all. No, they're not. They? Not they're, at they're all. just loads three of different of them, people. There? There's three different... There's eight. Strains. Obviously, there's eight fire forces. Yeah, but, but they answer to three companies, don't they? Three different sectors. Um, I think so. Yeah, one of them's religious, one of them's Hajima, and one of them's military. But then the only one that isn't is company eight that was designed... Private investigators. The, yeah, basically, they're like the guys that they were like... The mm, misfits. Something sus with the rest of these fire forces. We need to deal with them before... <laughs> their base is like the Ghostbusters. Pretty much. Like, they're attack on Titan. Get me with this, Sheenie? No, you explain see, your working out. I'll yes. explain my working, right? There's problems internally before they can deal with the external problem. Right? Not in I, I, You're trying to compare... Them as being the scouts. Yeah. Company eight as being the scouts, and then designed the other ones are like designed to root out the problem. Yeah, no, right? somewhat. I get. I, I you guess. You see what I mean? Yeah. Like they're they're having to deal with the internal problems, and nobody knows the actual reason. It's not a good thing. Let me just that they make a like, note. That... Knock one star off this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It... <laughs> My job is complete. 
it's odd that they all act independently. Uh, and also, they don't share information that they find between the companies either. And Company 8, as you said, was formed to investigate companies 1 through 7. And we're going to episode 4. Could you imagine if we were in one of those other companies? I'd be like, hold on a minute. I'm here to fight demons. And you're now telling me I'm corrupt because I'm not like you, <laughs> six. At Company 8, an analysis of Joker's exploding ashes revealed that they are infernal ashes made from the remains of dead infernals. Mackie sends Shinra and Arthur to rescue a dog in a tree. Um, it turns out it's not a dog. It's one of the mascots from 119. It's an old man. It, it looks like a dog. They had to, yeah, they had to do that because they needed a person to relate to. Yeah. It's yeah. an old man. Even Why have they got three mascots? You need one. One one nine. One one nine. No, I don't give a shit. You it, need. Come on, come on. One. Come on. We we all like that. <laughs> it's Marmaru, the mascot, who was unfortunately for him hurrayed into a tree by the local youths. Hurrayed. That's the best bit about it. We celebrate you up a tree. He says that since the fire, uh, the firefighter Setsuo killed. He was a mass murderer. Killed four people on a spree. Firefighters have gained. A bit of animosity from the citizens, because obviously one of the fire forces own turned a bit schizo, killed force, people. Though. He was a fire force. I thought he was firefighter. No, he was. A, there's two separate. No, because he says like he says when they fight him later on, I've saved and killed more infernals than I have people. So yeah, I thought he was fire force. That yeah. should make me a good a guy. I think the only time they mention the firefighters and the fire force being different is. When they're trying to explain the companies and everything. When they arrive to the scene at the house, the firefighters yeah. are the first ones there, and then and they, the, they introduce themselves. They to mention the fire it force. again with a cat up a tree. It's like, isn't that a job for the firefighters? Yeah. It's like, well, people get a Mackie sends all them the off time. anyway, and is like, oh, well, we might as well just do this one thing. Later that day, we see Setsuo, the killer, in court, and he is found not guilty at his court case due to um, mental. Um, Incapacity, corruption. Uh, it yeah. is basically they it's let him corruption. Off. It's a thing that happens in real life. Let's say that, like people plead insanity. So um, no, they they couldn't punish him because they'd be punishing the entire force. Yeah, that, so, that was the idea. They couldn't so see. They, they couldn't have somebody. Scapegoat. Yeah, they couldn't have somebody who was in the fire force accused of murder. Yep. So they were like, ah, oh, he was just psycho. That's why he did it. Purely, isn't that because of the fact that the technicality that they're not dead. So then if they got them on murder, everybody that's in the Fire Force would be murderers, if you get what I mean. No, he, he, killed, he killed yeah, all know, the people. Yeah, I know, he killed yeah. normal people, but technically they still class these demons as normal people. Uh, that's Isn't why that they, that's why they pray to them. Yeah, that's why that's the prayer's there, I think, as well. Because is they're because still technically living. They're acknowledging that they were once a person and perhaps have yeah. a soul, and that's why they do the prayers. And I think that's an image thing as well. To, yeah, to, to, to an outside perspective. Make them look holy. Yeah, to an outside perspective of people watching the fire force kill someone, you're also watching them perform a religious we've, we've thing. We've seen this before. Praying for they them. They were called the Knights Templar. Yeah, religious act. Yeah. But every every killing was by the hand of God. Yeah. Suddenly the guy bursts into flames in court and becomes an infernal. However, he's very different from all other infernals because he's fully conscious. And he takes his lawyer hostage. He doesn't he kill the judge? It's no loss. I, we don't actually see if he kills the judge. He gets him around the throat, but we don't actually see it. I mean he was literally round the throat with fire. He made a mistake there. He took a, a lawyer hostage. No, no one's saving a lawyer. <laughs> no one on God's oh, green earth. Oh, no. Oh, no, please. Company. Don't. No, stop. He'll Co probably get out. He's so slimy. Don't worry. Yeah, he's <laughs> literally slipping under your arms. Company 8 is then called into action, and Shinra and Arthur rush ahead, uh, specifically Shinra because he can fly, and he arrives at the courthouse first. They confront Miyamoto and discover that he, not only is he self-aware, but he's also scheming and... He's got thoughts and memories and everything else. So completely different from any other Infernal. Shinra ends up fighting him and pursuing him as he tries to flee. Um, but then we cut away and we see, for the first time, Princess Hibana. I like this character. Her real name is just Hibana. 
Prin- she's put the princess bit on herself. Princess Habana. Yeah, every knight's got to have a princess. Who is the leader of Company 5 and has been observing the events and has decided that she wants to capture that infernal for her own research purposes. Company 8 arrives, but this results in a standoff between whose jurisdiction it is, Company 5 or Company 8? I mean, it is Company 8. It's Company 8. But Habana promises to share her results of her research of the Infernal with Captain Obi. And he then reluctantly allows her to leave with the Infernal. Although he does mistrust her motives. We do see her... She has a throne made of people. Um, a walkway, a, a walkway made, of made of people who fucking love it when she walks on them as well. I saw you in that lineup. I don't know why, <laughs> but you were there, yeah. Uh, and we go into episode five. Sheenra finds Iris praying in the chapel in a soaked white gown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go on, go on. Yes, yes, yes. Do, do, do you like Sister Iris? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying. I'm <laughs> not opposed to the idea. <laughs> He's keeping his holiness close to oh, his chest. Oh, keep her holiness close yes, to my chest. Go, there we go. We, we'll come, <laughs> I, I'll ask the question at the end. We'll ask the question at the end. Se- uh, he senses the sorrow and he asks her if she's, if she's okay. He's like, look, if there's something wrong, you can always talk to us. We're in the same company. We will work together. You can talk to me. However, she denies anything is troubling her and leaves. During training, Akitaru warns the rookies about the second-generation cases who cannot start fires but can control them, which also makes them formidable opponents, especially as he proposes that Company 8 will be using force to get the information about Infernals from Princess Hibana and Company 5. Meanwhile, Iris decides to take it upon herself to go and visit Princess Hibana. I'm going to keep calling her Princess Hibana, by the way. Stop calling her Princess Hibana. (laughs) To reduce tensions between... The companies. However, Hibana plans to use Princess her Hibana. as bait, Princess Hibana, <laughs> to use her as bait to attract Company 8, which works because they instantly fucking respond. I'm not going <laughs> to lie, by the way. That was a horrible fucking scene that we have when she's doing her testing on that uh, goddamn demon. Right? I thought she was clamping his nipples at first. <laughs> I'll be honest. Was Good not. times had by all. She was standing on him with two spears and she was just stabbing him. Yeah, but also quite literally trying to mess with his heart area as well. And mm, yeah. I was not happy with this. I was like, no, 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 thank you. What, why? We don't need this. This is a point where you pulled your pants up, yeah. I was like, I can't wait to this. <laughs> <laughs> Sheenra arrives and Clip issues. It. Clip it, Lee J. <laughs> Sheenra arrives and issues a challenge to rescue Iris, followed shortly by the rest of Company Eight. Apart from Obi, we don't see him. They subdue most of the Company Five very quickly, as well. By the way, Company Eight are OP, right? I have a feeling why Obi couldn't come along. Because he couldn't know if it went wrong. Okay, so it's a uh, uh, plead innocence. Yeah, I knew nothing. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. If it okay. went wrong, he's then. But Hinwad was there. Yeah, but still, that means that he can still go. I had no idea what my company was yeah. doing, and Company A can still last. Hin was a Billy, by the way. Fucking sick. Controlling his bullets, firepower, oh, so that yeah. they can just injure. But also oh, horseshit. Really? It's horseshit. Come it's on. Not. He just he just controls the the gunpowder. That you can't you can't control gunpowder. You can control fire. Yeah, but that that, that is ignited as You're the trigger is pulled. Yeah. So within a fraction of a fraction of a second, yeah. he's gone. Less, please. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Nah, he's bullshit. That. Yeah. And later on, when he decides to fucking salt it and start bending bullets and fucking shit, because he can control Horse. the trajectory. A bullet hitting a wall does not. Bounce off any wall ever. This one did. (laughs) Literally, never, ever, ever. Rubber bullets do. Hold on, let me just sort. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just sort this one out. Magic. Magic. (laughs) Uh, He ends up fighting uh, with Mackie, uh, one of the other company's men, Toru, who has the move highly explosive backdraft bubblegum. So he blows bubbles filled with... um, 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 Uh, What was was it? it Dioxide? Something. 
that then when the bubble pops, he can make it explode. Explosive bubble gum. Explosive bubble gum. Can't get that in from, from your normal. However, he <laughs> is hit then with multiple ricocheting bullets, which Wonka knock him unconscious. Right that is one of those that failed from my factory, definitely. Suddenly, they are then confronted by the Angels 3. A trio. Fiddle hey, DT! <laughs> Answer me! Hated <coughs> every. What in the totally spies was this? It's Charlie's <laughs> Angels. <laughs> and there's not even three of them. Oh, no! <laughs> I love that they make that fact, though. Yeah. They're like, three, and then it crosses it out and says there's actually five of them. <sighs> With their move, 2.3. Arthur, Too many in threes. the meantime, ends up facing off against Conehead. Which yeah, is what, a, what is the scientist yes, yes, in yeah, the sci- The scientist is he has a cone head. He's an alien. Uh, he's accompanied by the captured infernal that he has chemically enhanced and overpowered it. Uh, Arthur, he's just topped it up. Arthur yeah. ends up getting, he's losing, and then realizes that he's been fighting with the sword in his left hand when he's right-handed. Um, so he puts Excalibur in his correct hand and then instantly kills the infernal. Both ways are quite funny. If he'd have just been like, okay, all right, now I'll actually try with my left hand instead of my right hand. But instead, he was like, uh-huh. oh, yeah, I forgot. Something was off. I just awesome. had it in my wrong hand. Should never have called that sword Excalibur. No, it should be been. called Keris, which is a legendary German sword that was set on fire. Oh. So Company 8. It is. You can argue with it all you want. Keris is a real sword from German mythology. It's a flaming sword. Did you hear that? Uh, Excalibur. No one giving a shit. Excalibur has nothing to do with fire. But his name's it's Arthur. Literally, yeah. So his name's Arthur. Call him Hitler. What? What does it matter? It's a name. It doesn't fucking matter. Call him fucking uh, anything. Wilhelm. Call Should him Wilhelm. 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 Why not? Wilhelm. Right, okay. Reinhardt. Von Baron. So, company A. <laughs> <laughs> mm, Wilhelm von Baron. Company A slowly gains the upper hand. And Shinra gains entry to the facility. By the way, um, Company 8's base is that one shitty building, correct? Mm-hmm. Why the fuck has Company 5 got what looks like a giant complex? Because when Shinra arrives, there's a massive mansion at the back as well. Like, their complex is fucking vast. Budget cuts. That's, Budget yeah, cuts. That's... that's different funding in different yeah. areas. I, and they're <laughs> funded by the actual people that make the yeah, weapons. true. And the episode ends with him heading in to rescue Iris from Princess Hibana. Episode six. I was about to say, Company Eight's funded by Woofins and that on the blooming side selling balloons. <laughs> Hibana reminds Iris of the time when they were nuns and of all the children at the orphanage. Um, we see that she was a sister alongside Iris. Remember this terrible trauma that we went through? And uh, she used to delight. Uh, the other nuns with their abilities to create fire flowers. However, she was often scolded by the head nun as well because it was dangerous. Why? Why is she Super Mario? Why has she got fucking fire flowers? I thought it was pretty. Cute. It was cute. We got firepower all of a sudden. Oh. Firepower. However, after entering the convent, they witnessed all their fellow nuns get brutally infernalized. I'd brutally infernalise her. Causing Hibana to lose her sanity and no longer see beauty in the flames. No, Hibana, yes, I agree. Mm. Mm. Back in the present, Shinra attacks her. (laughs) But Hibana... (laughs) (laughs) What a twist. (laughs) And she's dead. Uh, Causing Hibana to lose... Uh, Oh, no. She's not actually dead. She's not actually dead. (laughs) No, she burns off Iris's clothing. Apart from the bra. Yeah, and a little bit of the skirt. Yeah, barely. Turn into a thought. Hibana, That's a Friday night going out skirt in England. Hibana, in February. Hibana uses a heat synapse power to lower Shinra's blood pressure, incapacitating him. We had seen that before when they when they met the first time, and she gave him a headache. But by strength of his will alone, Shinra oh. stands. This is the most anime shit However, ever. he is still lightheaded 
and still no match for Hibana's abilities. If I ignore the lightheadedness, it's all in my head. No shit, Sherlock. And I'm going to use just pure willpower to stand up. Look, you leave Goku alone. If you try harder, <laughs> yeah. if you try harder, you'll become stronger. She this ends up just a little. She ends up creating a flaming Sakura tree whose falling petals burn and engulf everyone around. It's a really cool scene, right? It's really pretty. It's a cool scene. Shinra, however, still resists, much to the dismay of Hibana, who taunts him by saying he won't ever be the hero he wants to be. However, regardless of her words, Shinra gains the necessary strength to dodge her attacks and he lands a powerful kick to her head, knocking Literally, her unconscious. What purge? See, there we go. Lying on the floor, Hibana's mind drifts back to her time at the orphanage and how she eventually collaborated with Hajima Industries to become a captain and enable her to pursue her experiments. I just realised that the way he managed to turn him round so she became a good person was a kick to the face. Yes. Sometimes like some... you just got to slap a bit. Oh, it's back! Hey, there it is. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Come full circle. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, then be hated. <laughs> <laughs> you had childhood childhood trauma. Smack to the face. There we go. That's fixed it. That's what we got to do it's with all the Ah, oh, just like Daddy used with to all do. those criminals. <laughs> all those criminals in prison. They just need a slap. Exactly. That's what you got to do. And then out the door. Slap out the door. You've been a naughty boy. It's just one guy stand there and it's like a conveyor belt. Hibana regains consciousness and Shinra tells her that he can be her hero. And Watch he does, him as he goes. He does actually say that. Yep. He does say that. I wish he didn't. Just call for <laughs> just call for me and I'll be there. And then her eyes turn into little love hearts, by the way. That's a predestined like that's gonna she, she falls in love with Shinra, just just so you know. Guys. I do not want. He gets Hibana to, to fancy him. Why? Immediately causing her to fall for him, as I said. She refuses, but says that she will no longer oppose him. She also fulfills her promise to create Iris those flowers that she so desperately wanted out of flames. And the colourful Iris flowers fill the screen. And that's the end of episode six and uh, the end of our part one. How do we feel so far? There's a a lot to unpack with this. (laughs) And it's mostly not good. You've got nothing yet at six episodes in terms of the grander scheme of this world and everything that's going on. It's given you none of that in six episodes at all. Can't you tell this is going to be a slow burner? Can't you tell that this has been, I was going to say, this has been created to be, well, the first season is 24 episodes for a start. Too much. It's too much. It's a a long burner. Stop it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, there you go. (laughs) <laughs> Why is every joke being sighed at today? Normally yeah. we'd laugh. <laughs> the mood isn't right, is it? Yeah, we haven't We're all very tired. We're all, We're all burnt out. Exhausted. Look, I went out, got pissed last night. Sheenie's ill. So, at least just Lee. <laughs> He's old. Sup. So, um, <laughs> uh, do we enjoy it for six episodes so far? Yeah. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. did enjoy yeah. the six yeah. episodes. <laughs> I'm more than happy to continue through. Yeah, I did. look, oh. it's, it's all right. It's, it's all it's, right. It's not. It's not I, a bad That's the show. word I would use. It's, it's all right. It's very different from anything else I've watched. That's why I'm kind of like, no, this is okay because it's because it's definitely not like anything else. So it's a bit different. You know what's the problem with the British? All right, it can go from amazing <laughs> to shit. Yeah, and all right, it could be right? anything. On this a, on is a so middle. It, it's just, it's not bad. It's just not good. It's taking tropes from different things as well, which is fine. I, I don't mind that. It's One thing it has done is pull off the curiosity thing better than Attack yes. on Titan did. There's, there's a lot going on it, because it, you've what, got it. Why are you coming at me like this? You've no, because they, they unpack stuff and learn stuff episode by episode, yeah. which is good writing. Attack on Titan was like, oh, by the way, there's mystery. You'll have to wait 17 seasons until you hear about it. Cut ever again you will never hear this moment you've got a lot because you've got Shinra's past the revelation of his brother being alive what's actually causing or started the The spontaneous combustion combustion. who are all these companies why is there a religious order 
Like, there's lots of stuff in this world, and you're like, fuck. There's so much that they're going to have to explain. It's going to take a while. But they are dropping little... Yeah, and that's one thing that Attack on Titan didn't do that this... I've probably learned from that. You've got to give those little breadcrumbs to keep that thread alive. Yeah, absolutely. I've watched all of it so far, um, including season two and everything, and I know that they leave the confines of the city and they go out into the the, the unknown and shit like that. I know know everything that goes on. Yeah, basically beyond the the burning lands. There you go. Across the sea, actually, they travel. Oh, by they boat. go across the sea as yeah, well. Yeah, they go uh, to China. Who? What? Oh, yeah, because what's left of China? They go to China because In... they actually do say, don't they, that like the world? It's the whole world. Fucked. The whole world is fucked. But then they they sail across the sea and they go to China, and because there's areas of China that are okay and stuff like that. It's very yeah, well traversed. At least they're going international so, um, with this. Favorite female character? It's a toughie. Oh, who are you fancying? Come on. That's a tough one, that one. Come on. That's not a question we've been presented on the show before. No. No. Um, No. No, come on. Hibana's probably the only one that's age-relevant. Yeah. <laughs> no. We've also seen what her... Yeah, no, they all are... Yeah, no, you're we've right. We've all they must seen be it's what Hibana's like. It's got to be the princess. It's got to be the princess. Princess Hibana, no, yeah. I knew it's you'd be, be princess. princess Hibana. What about you? <laughs> I can imagine him being a stool. Mine's Tamaki. Hands down. I kind of like... Oh, God. What's the one that gets annoyed whenever they say it? Mackie. Yeah, Mackie, yeah. Mackie, the, like the, the, the real tone, yeah. but yeah. super sweet one. Yeah, it's really okay. nice. Okay. Also, I'll say it now because I wanted to say it earlier. I have a feeling that he did burn down the house or his brother burnt down the house. One of those two. I don't think either of them. I do. I, I think we're supposed to think that... The because he's got those demon powers from somewhere. And I think he might have got You're not going to see it, because it's not going to show up in 12 episodes, but his brother is the most evil motherfucker you will ever meet in your life. Mm. Um, who has fire abilities <clears throat> that are transcendent of time. I have met... So, uh, yeah. I've met you, Sheedy. You can't be like, that's the most evil motherfucker <laughs> in the world. <laughs> but, don't worry. And on that note, it's time for us to chuff off. All you summoners can join us next time where we do part two of Fire Force. If you've got any questions or queries or just want to see what we're up to, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at How Not to Summon, or join our Discord at How Not to Summon a Podcast, or go to our website at HowNotToSummon.com where you can find all our links. I've been Shitty Senpai. I've been Jim. I've been Grayson. See you later. See ya. Tara. Lato. Lato.